Power World may currently be in early access, but that does not seem to be slowing the game game down in any respect. Set to break more records with every passing day, huge sales and daily concurrent player m- numbers, and now a roadmap of things to expect in the future of the game. Also, it seems that the question of using AI or copying Pokemon can potentially put to bed, but maybe not, given that the Pokemon company has said they will be looking into things. As the devs and the community focus on the game and its future, there's also the consistent question about bringing the game to other platforms. We also have a better picture into why the game's score is lower on Xbox, and it is not what I thought it was. We have brand new information, as well as a split between the review scores to update you on that. Now, I put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video. It's a longer video because it is a talk show. It's a live stream. So if you want to be here for the live streams and the discussion, make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss out on my content. The momentum of Power World doesn't seem to be slowing down, and the latest news comes in the form of a roadmap as well as responding to false claims made about their game, as well as toxicity sent to the company and its community manager. More than that, we now have a better picture into why the game is scoring lower on Xbox thanks to Windows Central and other folks on social media. So the first thing we want to do is look at what has happened. We got a roadmap from an early access game, which is a great way to set expectations and to keep folks engaged. We also have the continued question about PlayStation and Nintendo. Their official fact, as long as well as their public response, gives us a very clear answer. And we will even look at Windows Central's criticism of PC Game Pass and how that is causing a disparity between the review scores. Also, we will examine the claims that the devs used AI or that the models were direct copies of Pokemon and the Pokemon Company has officially responded. Secondly, we will look at the reaction to this game. The gaming community on social media seems to be somewhat divided. I'm seeing hype and praise along with toxicity as well as criticism. Strange to have such a popular title be so polarizing, but polarization seems to be the default for everything these days. Lastly, I will tell you what I think. I have my own predictions about the player count during the upcoming second weekend, as well as the total sales they could achieve even before February, which leads to obvious questions about whether PlayStation or Xbox are going to try to make a move, given the game's undeniable popularity. So first, let's look at what was announced. So the roadmap is what we should look at first, because we want to start asking about the future of a game like this. Whenever it explodes, it's like, okay, well, what's next? Because people are going to play the game rather ravenously, and then they're going to want more. Now, I have said recently that early access could be leveraged for live service and ongoing games, which could be exactly what Power World can cash in on because they're in early access. They can receive feedback from the community, make the game better over time. So they tweeted out this image. This is the roadmap, and many of you probably have seen this, but it's good to see how early access can be handled. At the top of the image, you can first see they are going to be prioritizing the critical issues facing the game. Even just this morning, they have pushed out another patch. This is going to be tough to keep the community updated because Xbox does get different updates than Steam. They've already fixed a number of critical issues on Xbox. There was the uh, issue with controllers not being recognized, no exit game button, and a black screen issue. That's already been resolved, and then there was a new patch this morning. I didn't even have time to look at it, because there's other things going on with Xbox right now as well. So they say that improvements are also coming ASAP. There's going to be key configuration improvements 
along with PAL AI and pathing. But then they turn to their planned future updates, and the big three ones are in blue and they are at the top. PvP, raid bosses, which they call endgame content, and then a PAL arena, which is PvP for PALs. Now, I'm sure PvP for PALs is going to feel sort of Pokemon-inspired, but the PvP for players will be interesting since the movement in the combat to the game is very similar to things we've seen in Fortnite. Now, the Steam and Xbox crossplay coming shows signs that they do value multi-plat interaction. They want people on Steam to be able to play with Xbox. This could be signs of life that Nintendo fans and PlayStation fans may see the game one day if they are supporting crossplay. Or the opposite could be true. They might already be working with Xbox to secure this and maybe other deals. They're also looking at various Xbox feature improvements, server transfers and migrations, improvements to building, and new islands, new pals, new bosses, and new technologies. So, all of that sounds great, okay? But it probably means that the 1.0 version of the game is quite a ways away, which means porting the game to other platforms will not be happening anytime soon. Yoshida from PlayStation did seem to indicate on Twitter that PlayStation is interested, but I'm not sure if that will lead to parallel development as the game is in early access. They're currently dealing with different versions of the game between Steam and Xbox, and apparently even Xbox on PC. As Windows... Central, Windows Central's Jez Corden wrote this headline yesterday. Power World once again highlighted the ongoing deficiencies with PC Game Pass and the Xbox app on Windows 11. And the byline of his article states, version mismatch, clunky mod support, poor performance, and beyond. Basically, he walks through a lot of his current grievances with Xbox on PC, but it made me look into the review score. I was previously reporting that 20% of this game's score on the Xbox store was one-star reviews. I was actually interesting because when you split it up, if you look at just the Xbox console, if you go to Power World on your console, the one-star reviews are just 11% instead of what is now 19. So it was 20. Reviews are doing better, but it's a bit high for a popular game. Hi-Fi Rush only had 7% of its overall score be one-star reviews. Now for Power World, even in the Xbox console on, uh, like only, if you go to the Xbox console store, Three stars and down represents about 20% of the scores, and its total of 4.2 is an 84%. That's still almost 10 points lower than Steam, but not the 17 points lower when you include the Xbox PC version. So it appears that the PC version of the game is dragging the score down. Not PC on Steam, the PC version that you go through the Xbox store to get. Now, I don't mention any of this to act as if the game is bad. Quite the opposite. The game is crushing, and the Xbox PC version is hurting its score with that audience. This is something that Xbox needs to consider, and Windows Central agrees. What will probably be the biggest game of 2024 is making Xbox on PC look like an anchor. The silver lining for Xbox PC users is that maybe this will provoke Microsoft to devote resources to all of the fixes that Jez Corden outlined that are needed. Now, before moving on to how people have reacted, during a live stream, I reacted to some wireframe overlays. There were comparison photos floating around of both PALs and Pokemon. It looked pretty damning at the face value. Well, it turns out the person who did those wireframe overlays adjusted the dimensions and the sizes to make them line up. Essentially, misleading the public to think that the devs loaded up some Pokemon wireframes and just copied them. The motivation of the video, the creator of the video, said the following, quote, Because I think it's disgusting how much Power World glorifies animal abuse. Yes, 
that is what they actually said a game where you punch rocks with your hands capture mythical animals with a plastic ball apparently it promotes animal abuse anyway the important thing is that the claims of direct wireframe copying were false also as it currently stands there is no proof that the company used ai to create their game and if they did use of ai is not the problem more and more companies are going to leverage ai it really only becomes a problem if it is unethical, like if you're using someone's voice or their likeness without their permission, or if the use of AI is so strong that it obviously harms the quality of the game. Even then, that's a consumer perception problem, not really an ethical or a moral problem. So, with that out of the way, what has the reaction been to all of this? Well, first, I'm seeing a lot of people say, please bring this game to PS5. As I already stated, if you think this game is coming to PlayStation anytime soon, I do not see that happening. There is a very real possibility that Xbox flexes the Microsoft checkbook and locks this game down, because I can see it going two different ways. A lot of the language lately from Xbox seems to indicate that this is not the playbook anymore. Spending large sums of money on big third-party games hitting Game Pass or being an exclusive, it's likely going to happen less and less. They probably got a steal on whatever they offered to give Power Worlds to be on Game Pass. Nobody saw this game selling over 8 million copies in its first week. That's currently where the number stands. When I wrote this monologue, it was 7 million, and now it's 8, likely to go beyond that. The devs didn't even anticipate this explosion, which means they likely negotiated a much smaller offering from Xbox than the game is currently worth. Now that gives them leverage in an exclusivity deal conversation. And we know from other dev interviews that Phil Spencer can make a call and say, you don't understand, whatever it takes, whatever you need. Power World's meteoric popularity may prompt such a phone call from Phil. But if Power World is smart, they would seek something ongoing for Game Pass rather than an exclusivity deal. Look at what Xbox was spending just to keep GTA 5 on Game Pass every single month. And with GTA 5 leaving Game Pass, it is possible that's happening in tandem with the strategy shift that the Xbox CFO talked about. And the Microsoft CEO saying that the health and the future of Xbox is making great games and putting them on all platforms. That doesn't necessarily line up with spending huge sums of money for third third-party exclusivity deals, or monthly Game Pass stipends. But again, if I was the Power World devs, I would push for a monthly stipend to be on Game Pass rather than an exclusivity deal. Xbox still gets to use a huge title to promote Game Pass, and Power World is able to sell copies of their game on two of the largest console platforms in the future, if they can get it to run on the Switch or the Switch 2. That's the power play in my mind. But I wouldn't expect news about that anytime soon, as their primary focus is support and updates. Now, I'm seeing people also say Nintendo and Pokemon are going to sue. Funny enough, there was a Pokemon mod, and it was given, I think, a clear answer on this. Within a day of the Pokemon mod landing in the game, it was taken down at the request of the copyright holder. Now, that to me means the game is potentially in the clear. Obviously, a legal team could take a closer look and determine that they have a case because with how quickly they acted against this Pokemon mod, they're clearly paying attention to this game. 
but the takedown of the mod could be viewed as, listen, we're going to protect our property, no Pokemon mod, but we can't really seem to touch Power World, considering how many other games have cute Pokemon-looking creatures in it. But the most recent update comes directly from the Pokemon company. They said the following, We have received many inquiries regarding another company's game release in January of 2024. We have not granted permission for the use of Pokemon intellectual property or assets in that game. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address any acts that infringe on intellectual property rights related to the Pokemon. As it stands, I believe they've already been watching this game closely, given how quickly they took the Pokemon mod down. So this feels like PR. This feels like posturing more than anything. As it stands right now, I actually don't think they're going to sue. They would have already done some sort of cease and desist. There are plenty of other games with very similar looking creatures. Since the wireframe copy claim was false... I could just see this sort of being something they're saying to let everybody know we're going to look into it. I'm also seeing those who don't seem to like the Xbox getting a win out of this situation. They're saying things like, well, it's mostly Steam. You know, the Xbox user base isn't really playing it. At one level, this is true. The vast majority of the concurrent numbers have been easy to see that they are on Steam. When they're publicly saying what their concurrent numbers are, you can go look at the Steam charts and just subtract that and see what Xbox is probably pulling in. They are much smaller, and that's not that big of a deal because in the first few days, they were tweeting, and it was very easy to make calculations. But Matt Piscatella tweeted the following. According to Circana's player engagement tracker, on January 22nd, Power World surpassed Fortnite in U.S. XBSDAU. That's daily active users of Fortnite on Xbox. Okay, on that day alone, Power World players on Xbox in the U.S. played Power World for more than 200 minutes on average. That's incredibly good because the beginning stages of the game are a little bit different than what the trailers had showed, but that means the average person playing Power World on Xbox is getting past those early stages. I think the charm of the game is just too strong for people to put it down. Again, this doesn't refute that the majority of people are playing on Steam, but it does show that tons of people are playing on Xbox if they were able to surpass Fortnite. It's why I was confused when I went to the most played Xbox page and still there's no power world there it doesn't make any sense it's climbed to the most popular but that's a different page if you google most played xbox games there is a page that ranks games according to most played and guess what's at the top of that list fortnite so that means according to circana power world should have been at the top in my region of that page i'm in the u.s and they pass fortnite and they're nowhere to be seen Funny enough, when you land on this most played page, on the left side, there's a link to game previews, and that page doesn't have Power World listed, and it should. So for some reason, the Xbox website is just not showing Power World on most played or the game previews page, which is a shame. It could be some sort of internal server issue, because according to Circana player data, it's crushing on Xbox if it's beating Fortnite. So we'll see if they ever get that updated, because I think that's... listen. That's bragging rights for the Xbox guys, okay? They get beat up quite a bit on stuff like this, and they can't brag about it right now because the most played Xbox page isn't working properly. So, now would be a good time for me to give you my thoughts on the game and the future of it. I actually think the game will have a larger concurrent number this weekend. Similar to what happened with Baldur's Gate 3, as word of mouth spread, their opening weekend got stronger as it went. 
Well, all this week, the word of mouth is spreading and the momentum does not seem to be slowing down. They just hit 8 million sales today. So I actually think they can break the concurrent player number record of PUBG. Okay, that means they would need to surpass 3.2 million concurrent players. Well, they're getting 2 million concurrent peaks during the week. Now, yes, it's been pointed out to me, the game's very popular in other regions, but I saw a player region breakdown and 21% of the people playing this game are playing in the United States. What that means is they're pulling crazy numbers and one-fifth of the people playing are playing in the U.S. That number is likely to go up on the weekend when everybody's able to play everybody's talking about it right now kids are going to school and talking about it people are going to the workplace and talking about it and they're going to hit a fever pitch over the weekend this weekend could definitely bring that number to a 3.5 million or higher leaving PUBG behind and taking the crown of the most concurrent player record I also think they could even manage to hit 10 million sales before February that's January 25th and the next five days I think they could easily secure another 2 million sales. This will likely be the most commercially successful game of 2024. I don't really see anything else coming close. Now, Baldur's Gate 3 didn't get any game award attention until it officially launched. Now, I assumed that was because the game was in early access, and I thought, well, early access games might not be eligible. That is incorrect. According to the Game Awards official fact, this is what they have to say. Any game available for public consumption by the deadline is eligible for potential nomination. It's up to the jury to decide if a title warrants a nomination or creative and or technical excellence in a given year. So, Power World's definitely standing tall, even though it's in early access. Baldur's Gate 3 took the world by storm once it officially launched. Up to that, Act 1 was all that was available, okay? So, I could see the game's media definitely putting this game up for lots of different categories at the Game Awards. And Jeff Keighley is engaging on Twitter about this game. I'm sure he would love to have them involved with Summer Game Fest, come do some announcements, come to the Game Awards. And I think the gaming press is going to give this game its flowers. It's likely to get a lot of nominations. So the big question left on the table is, is PlayStation or Xbox going to make a move for this game? Xbox could certainly see the value in securing it. But as I said, their strategy is changing. So the big spending for a console exclusive may just be off of the table. If they aren't willing to keep their own first party stuff locked down as the CFO and the CEO have indicated, why would they spend money locking down a third party game? And Yoshida from PlayStation has already expressed public interest. If I were Power World, I would do what helps longevity and engagement. I believe those are the most important things for a game like this. It can be a household name, a household game 10 years from now if they play their cards right. Locking down to the smallest console doesn't really align with that, especially considering how insane the numbers on Steam are. Imagine two more platforms being able to buy this game when the 1.0 version launches. The money would be insane. And since they are pushing for crossplay, the game would benefit from having more players. It honestly makes no difference to me. I can play it on my Series X. But if it landed on PlayStation, I would probably end up treating this game the way I did Lego Fortnite. It would become a family game in the house. A couple of us on PlayStation, somebody on an Xbox, I'm on my PlayStation portal. That's a great time. That's why I've said live service games are better suited when they're on all platforms. I said this about Helldivers 2, which is currently only landing on PlayStation 5 and PC. Certain games, it just makes sense to maybe lock them to your platform or lock them to your ecosystem. But live service games and multiplayer games, it just makes sense to have them everywhere. 
So I would love to see Helldivers on Xbox, and I would love to see Power World land on PlayStation. Not because of anything to do with consoles or console warring or this weird word port begging, but as a player, I could play this with my family if it was on more than one place. Because as far as I can tell, Power World is here to stay, and it's not slowing down. But that's just what I think. What do you think? So let me give you my closing thoughts and uh, conclusions here. The Power World explosion, I think, just hit at just the right time. Because February is about to have more games than you can shake a stick at, right? I have a video coming today. It has 14 games in February that I am interested in to varying degrees. Some games I might try out day one, and that's just kind of it, just to see. But that's 14 games. That's basically a game every other day. And that's not all of the games coming out. That's just the 14 that I'm highly or moderately interested in. 14. That's every other day, okay? Just grapple with that. That's just February. <laughs> That's just February. You have to wonder if Power World will affect sales and saturation numbers for any of those titles, or even titles in the similar lane that it lands in. Another survival game just launched, and it's already being compared and even criticized, with Power World being the backdrop. The CM of Power World spoke against this and said, listen, there, I'm enjoying the game. They were enjoying this new game. This new game is called Enshrouded, and currently it has an 82% on Steam. I don't think most of the games in February will be affected in any way, But when a game is this big, it certainly causes ripples in the gaming world. The second thing I want to say is this. All the current questions about the game will likely hang in the air for a while. Will the Pokemon company actually sue? Will Xbox lock the game down? Will PlayStation or Nintendo ever see the game? And while that's all happening, I'm sure the devs just want to support the game and expand the content offering, which, according to their roadmap, they intend to do. But meteoric growth and popularity can be dangerous. You can fly too close to the sun and you can fall right back down to the earth. Because eventually the momentum will slow. The player base numbers will drop back down and hit equilibrium. That's totally normal. That's not cause for alarm. But that's when the real work begins. Maintaining a healthy player base and good feedback and steady updates. From what I can tell, they should be able to manage that. The question is, will the public stay interested? My conclusion is this, Power World is set to be the biggest game of 2024, and maybe even one of the biggest games in the last few years. Gaming never ceases to amaze me. Huge budgets and studios struggle to get their games out the door and struggle to make profit, and then a small studio releases a cute survival game in early access and it takes over the world. But as every king of the gaming hill has learned in the past, you can't stay on top forever. So the question is, how long will the hype last, and... How far will the drop-off be? But those are just my thoughts. Now it's time to hear your thoughts. And that's the show open. Thank you guys so much for being here, man. Make sure you guys are going through the daily ritual of smashing the like button. I am well aware there is a breaking story in the gaming world right now. That is uh, likely going to be what we talk about tomorrow. You guys know I do not pivot. I don't have the ability to do that. That monologue was written last night. I have an upload already recorded and ready to go. We have shorts ready to go, videos for Twitter and all of the other platforms. All that's ready to go when I wake up in the morning for the most part. So I can't I can't pivot. It's a huge story. It'll probably develop throughout the day. I don't even think we've seen the full scope of what's going on with the layoffs. So please don't cannibalize that show and please don't disrupt that show, okay? Um 
I'm sorry, please don't disrupt this show. Let us just talk about this topic, Power World, the future. Will it come to other platforms? I think that's an interesting discussion. Uh, I think it's interesting to even look at the charges of them, you know, the wireframe nonsense as well. Uh, as well as the, uh, the the fact that the Pokemon company is looking into it, so we will not be uh, we will not be covering uh, the the layoff thing this morning. I'm going to have to do that tomorrow. I have to do research. I have to pull up articles. I have to get quotes. There is absolutely no way for me to pivot. So for all the people in the past that have called me a pony and they're like, "You won't cover this. You won't pivot." Da-da-da-da. We always cover the biggest stories when they come out, and I didn't pivot this morning. So you know they won't they won't uh, they won't tweet about that because that doesn't fit their lies. So we will cover that tomorrow. All right. Um, thank you so much for kicking off the day with the first gifted member. Han shot first, and so did you. Christy Axis takes us to the first member on the day, and you guys are well on your way to getting the goal. We lowered the goal to 2,500 because a month ago you guys went crazy for Christmas, and that's not fair to sort of uh, make make you know the daily goal impossible for you. So make sure uh, make sure and do that. And, uh, Creature, where's the... Do we have a Power World short? I'm not seeing it on the back end to, for this one. Uh, I, I know I did it. Did it not hit frame? Anyways, let's take a look and see where we stand with members. Whiskey Neat with 12 months and a VIP. Look at that badge. Thanks for all you do, Lono Creature, and this community as a whole. It's been a very fun year. Here is to another. Currently, you guys have 2,200 members, and the goal is 2,500. So if you can get it to 2,500... Friday night switches from community game night to fight night, and you guys can beat the crap out of me in a fighting game. That's what you asked for. I'm not a fighting game guy, so be sure uh, to check that out. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Yeah, make sure and hit the uh, make sure and hit the like button as well. Yeah, we don't have the video on Twitter either. Going up now. Captions went south. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was just making sure you were around. I was like, uh oh. I was like, you know, are we are we good? I was like, are we good? <laughs> All right, okay, cool. That's fine. The, the videos can hit Twitter and the shorts feed once we're live. That I think that helps just as much, just in a different way. Totally fine. Quintar with five bomb coming in. He says, come on, boys. Let's get fight night. We don't need that many. 300 members. Oops, 300 members is nothing to you guys. You guys have gone crazy before, and Quintar's starting things off. Right. And it's a five bomb train. Another one comes in from Final Pineapple. Keep it going, boys. Off to a strong start as we talk about power make sure you guys thank final pineapple i love that name final pineapple and quintar and if you've gotten a gifted member you can get into our discord hang out with the community see if you like what's going on you can come to this friday night's community game night that might become a fight night that's open to you as well and if you like what you see you can upgrade for a dollar to the six dollar a month tier and then you get into everything so um so I'm curious what you guys think about the roadmap, right? Do you think PvP is a big priority for this game? Like, I saw that and thought, do people that play games like this, because I'm not a big survival game guy, so I might I might not know. Do people that play games like this, is that something that they want to see? Do they want to see... Um... Do they want to see PvP added to the game? Like, is that is that a big, like, desire and draw and demand? Because I look at a survival game and I'm like, I mean, I want to build a homestead. I want to capture pals. I want to, 
you know, basically, to me, it feels like a game you would play more casually, more to relax. PvP typically pushes the more casual people out. PvP seems kind of odd. The PAL Arena sounds dope. Yeah, the PAL Arena is separate to me. PAL Arena sounds like something I know people that playing a game like this would enjoy. Like, if you've got captured PALs and you think they're awesome and you want to fight them against other PALs, sorry, Discord, and you want to put them against other PALs, that makes sense. PvP just against other players, like like shooting against each other and stuff, I'm just not sure. That's, that seems very... I don't know. It just seems different for a game like this. Tons of people are into PvP. I guess I'd say it's kind of niche in this genre, but it's got a home here. I'm just thinking of development bandwidth. Do you really want a survival game devoting resources, time, balancing, you know, on on PvP? Does that make sense? Like, for the PAL arena, I totally get it. I'm not talking about that, right? The only kind of PvP there should be is the PAL versus PAL PvP. Right, that makes sense to me. But regular old PvP, like... We're just going to run around and shoot at each other? I'm not sure. Like, and then I'm going to, like, drop a pal on the ground. He's going to breathe fire on you. Actually, it probably might be kind of fun if they let you do stuff like that. But then there's always those, um, there's always those issues of, you know, overpowered builds and things like that. You know? It just feels like that's going to be a lot of effort and energy, and I've been here before when a game has PvP and they constantly have to deal with broken builds and and broken weapons and everything else. Ark has PvP, it's normal. So in, in Ark PvP, would you say that's a popular aspect of the game, like a lot of people engage with it? Because, I mean, as popular as the game is right now, there could be a ton of people in the funnel saying, hey, we really want PvP. I... I'm not a PvP-minded guy. I I played Call of Duty for 10 years. Before that, it was Quake 3 and Unreal Tournament. I burned myself out on PvP. I just don't like it anymore. I don't. I'll play Fortnite no-build for a little bit, like an evening with you guys, and then that's about all I need for a couple of months. It's just not my vibe. You're saying yes, same with Rust. Okay. So in this in this genre, you're saying PvP is worth doing. It's 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 it'll be high in demand. You think? I mean, I know PvP is extremely popular. The most popular games in the world generally have PvP in them, whether it's Dota 2 or Counter Strike or not Overwatch anymore. But then you know the the concurrent record for PUBG and Fortnite and Apex and Warzone. I totally get it. PvP is a monster. And if you add PvP to your game, you could potentially appeal not just to more people, but to give people in your current funnel something to do that they enjoy. I've just always thought, a survival game, really? Like, I was like, what, what, how's that going to work? PvP for the genre is the norm. Okay, yeah. I mean, I know that I've seen videos of PvP and Rust and stuff. I've seen that. I've seen, I've seen PvP in games like this. I just looked at Power World and thought seems like a more leisure game leisurely game you know it's got a little homestead you got some pals you got a garden and you're like pvp oh like it just i don't know felt a little out of left field for me but that's because i'm not a pvp guy so pvp guys probably see it and think yo let's go let's i want to do that rust is all about pvp well sure but this game doesn't feel like rust to me when i again it perceptions everything so my perception's not the same as everybody else's but like my perception when i see the game is it's a kickback leisure game 
not a game where you're going to be like shooting other people but 8 million sales there's probably a ton of stinking people in that funnel that are like bro give us some PvP I want to shoot other people I guess my concern would be is does the game feel built to have good PvP right I don't think PvP will ruin it no I don't think that I'm just wondering does the game feel built as if it could run PvP well like if you're doing you know if you've played games like this before you want good hit detection you want good movement you just you just want it to feel good right is it just going to end up feeling like Fortnite I guess would be my question is it going to feel like Fortnite without the building it's at the end of the day it's just a like if you th- if you strip it down to what you're going to do to other people you're going to be in third person shooting guns right I'm not being reductionist that's essentially what you would do in PvP I would imagine is it you're in third person and there's guns and you'd be in open spaces I guess that would be my thought is maybe they, they I, they're going to have to include the pals or it'll completely be devoid of its own identity you know PvP plus pals it would run pretty well right like you throw a little guy on the ground and he's like shooting at you know people or breathing fire at people it could be mayhem it could be a freaking blast it really could if it's just the guns I would think people would say I mean if I want to do this I'll just go play no build Fortnite. you gotta have that that secret sauce or that hook or that thing that's different than you know what everybody else is doing imagine stealing other people's pals Right, like, are there going to be dynamics to the fighting that are not just, oh, shoot the other person, you know? You could also do something with the, you know, the ability to build and put turrets and have bases. You could have, like, attack and defend. You could have capture the flag, um, you know, because kind of like in games where you have capture the flag. One of my favorite things to do in Halo was you do capture the flag and you come running out with the flag and you jump on the warthog and then your buddy goes driving off you could have similar things like that right you grab the flag and you come running out and you hop on your pal and you go run you know you go charging off to go back to your base like there's a lot of potential i was just curious i was like do y'all think pvp would be popular in a game like this it sounds like you guys are saying yes it would what about PvP, but you can wager your pals, not necessarily fight? Oh, like if I beat you, I win the pal that you wagered? I kind of like that. That's not a bad idea. Like, pal world wager matches? <laughs> Where Yo, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. All right, well, those five gifted bombs at the top of the chat are going to drop off soon. If you guys want to keep it going, keep it going. We got a ways to go if you want to turn Friday night into a fight night. Maybe we could just play Pal World on Friday night with everybody. I don't know. Do you guys have any good servers that we could throw? I guess PvP's not in the game yet, so I guess we couldn't do a fight night. But we could just do community game night with Pal World. Pink slips for pals. That's right. We'd probably have to play on Steam, though. Isn't that where you can have more people playing at a, at a given time? They don't have the dedicated servers yet on Xbox. aren't they? They're planning on doing that, aren't they? Um, Power World Pink Slips actually sounds amazing. I think if I was them, you'd you'd almost want to expand and have a team that's just handling that side of the game. How many employees does this studio have would be my question. And do you have people that that's kind of their area of expertise? You know, creating game modes, creating a PvP environment, things of that nature. Is Is that something that you know 
is is that something that they're equipped to do or they're going to have to maybe like tap somebody else because sometimes I worry about games like this where it's like if you try to be a jack of all trades you're going to be a master of none right you got PvP and you got PvP pal arena and then you got survival and then you got raid bosses and you have survival elements of building and surviving you know what I'm saying like I I would that would be my only concern because they're not just talking about doing PvP they're talking about doing pal PvP they're talking about doing raid bosses uh, and, and end game content so Maybe you can get Ibarra to join. He seems to have some free... That's mean, Eugene. Come on. We're not going to be mean about that. We're certainly going to tell people I told you so in the nicest way possible. But let's not let's not be mean. The trick to wagering pals is how it would potentially impact with microtransactions. If the lines are too close, they would be on the hook for promoting gambling and kids for sure will play this game. Well, of course, of course, you know, the question being... You know how many, how many people are going to be? Well, I mean, I guess the question then would be, can you? There's no microtransactions in the game right now. Are you? Oh, are you worried? Oh, he left of his own accord. Oh, wow! Tomorrow's going to be fun. Tomorrow's going to be really fun. Holy crap! Okay, yeah. Thank you, Eugene. Anyways, um. Careful hosting your own server. It gives out your IP address. What? Why? Why would you do... Wait. I Don't they have dedicated servers? Wouldn't the server be the IP address? What do you mean? If I start a server on Steam, you can see my IP address? That doesn't make any sense. They could add tempered pals and legendary pals to take down with others. They could potentially add weapon scopes that make you into first person like Fortnite. I mean, they could do all kinds of things, right? The question would be, do they have teams for each of the various, you know, avenues? You know? No, it's pay-to-play. Oh, it's peer... Oh, I'm sorry, not pay-to-play. Peer-to-peer. Wait. That doesn't make any sense. Why were people saying that dedicated servers were going to be coming to Xbox? I I took from that. That seemed to imply there were dedicated servers on Steam. Let's get some popcorn for tomorrow's show and save some room for the I told you so's. Nintendo just said they are suing Power World. All right, hang on. Can we confirm that? Is that real or is that troll? And P-Dub H-Town. P-Dub H-Town wants to get the train going again. And he gives five and takes us to 16. Somebody join P-Dub H-Town. Let's get the five gifted train going. You guys can hit what what you're going for this week. No problem. Hang on a second. Let me check and see. All I'm getting are DMs. Uh... Um... Um... All these people are like, I, I, your, your videos are probably not getting the results that you want. What you need is an editing team. No, you're, you're messaging me because I am getting the results that I want. I'm not seeing ev- any evidence on my Twitter timeline that they're suing. I'm not seeing anything. I don't think Nintendo's suing. I think that person is completely misfiring. The Pokemon company has officially stated they are investigating to ensure that there is no copyright infringement. That's not them suing. You understand that, right? Suing would be, probably would start with a cease and desist. 
if Power World doesn't adhere to a cease and desist, then then they would be sued. Like you're 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 jumping the gun. There is no evidence on my timeline that Nintendo is suing. The Pokemon company officially stated they will be investigating. Now, I'll be honest with you. It feels like a lot of posturing just to shut the whole thing down. Like, listen, everybody keeps coming to us about this stinking game. They're like, we're going to investigate it, okay? I got news for you. They're already looking at this game. They shut the Pokemon mod down within the day that it launched. Nintendo's already paying attention to this game. Pokemon's already paying attention to this game. If there was any grounds for IP infringement, I I think they're, they'd be dry, writing up the papers. They'd be writing up the papers. They just said now? Where have they said this forgotten? Where did you see this? It sounds like you're being given a false story. Five minutes ago. Okay, where? Tell us where they've said this, please. I can't believe Nintendo would sue because... The prior art would end up invalidating Nintendo's IP rights. Uh, Omar can confirm this take, says Zubair. No one would state they're investigating something and then have a lawsuit ready in 24 hours, says Omar. Yeah, you can you can tell us where to find this. It's very simple. You just type, you know, Twitter this user, you know. Did, so you think, what, did Nintendo come out and officially say anything? Did the spokesperson say anything? I, I'm not seeing anything. All I saw was, and we included this in the show open, that the Pokemon company said they are investigating. You found this on XCOM. Okay, you are probably getting faked out, bro. I'm not seeing anything official anywhere. All, again, all that's been said is that they're investigating it. So, Hoglaw has an entire in-depth discussion about this and doesn't seem to think they have ground to stand on. Why couldn't the Digimon devs sue Nintendo? There, that's what I mean. There are too many games in this vein. There's too many games to say, hey, that's an infringement on our property because there are so many games where you've got little cute creatures that all look kind of similar but kind of not, you know? I, there's going to be ones that are water and fire and I, I don't think it's going to go... I don't think it's going to go to litigation. Like, I'm not a legal expert, but it's like, I don't, I just don't see it. It's like, there's too many other games like this. How could you argue this one in particular is the breach, is the infringement? What about all of the other games and property that have done similar things? They've, the fact that they took down the Pokemon mod that quick means they're paying attention. I would imagine they would have already sent a cease and desist if they found something was amiss. If they found something was wrong, that like their copyright, their property was was being infringed upon, then they would have sent a cease and desist already. Um, so it sounds like he was pushed out, Eugene. That's what it sounds like to me. Guys, save all your screenshots from today. If there's one thing I've learned, when a lot of these outlets report on this stuff, when they report on all the stuff happening with Microsoft right now, a lot of these guys delete their tweets later, and I don't know why. So if you see any tweets like that, save your screenshots, because I'm not really sure what the issue is, but a lot of these journalists, a lot of these journalists will say things on Twitter and then delete it within a day. So I would screenshot anything you see today that seems like 
Hmm, that's pretty. That's pretty pertinent. Eugene says this stuff takes a long time. It doesn't happen overnight. Well, yeah, I guess it's true that something called Pokemon Mod is automatically seen as like a "Hey, that's ours. You can't do that." And to argue that their copyright or their property has been infringed upon, that takes a little bit longer to decide whether or not that has happened. So. They'll delete them because Microsoft tells them to. Yeah, a lot of these outlets are beholden to Microsoft. I'm not kidding you. They'll delete tweets if if they get a DM. I would screenshot anything you see today that seems crazy. Um. Uh, all the knockoff Pokemon games on mobile with actual Pokemon in them and nothing gets done I'm sure Power World is safe Bowers I think the difference here somebody would push back on what you're saying cause I kind of immediately agree with you but then my brain goes do those, do those games have 8 million copies sold in a week do those games trend and go viral are those games the most played game in the world right now. Like, do you see what I'm saying? So. <clears throat> I can confirm Microsoft reach out to many of them behind the scenes. I mean, that we've, they've, they've confirmed that before. We had people admitting to astroturfing and then acted like it was normal because they don't understand how what they said was wrong, which was entertaining and scary at the same time um alright I don't know what that is I think if the gameplay loop is similar the case is much stronger because it isn't the look but the overall feel and the impression if the game was closer to the trailers it would be stronger oh I mean yeah the fact that it's a survival game and they're gonna add like pvp and the fact that, yeah, I think the gameplay loop being different also, Omar, makes it tough. Now, they could say, I think they'd have to argue, they'd have to argue that the creatures are too similar, right? You'd have to be able to make that case. I think that's going to be a really hard case to make because from what we've looked into with transformative effects on copyrighted material and reaction content just within the YouTube space, I think they'd have a hard time saying that's our character especially since the the wireframe tracing thing the wireframe tracing thing was totally bogus somebody made that up that that guy made that up he 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 dragged the pers- um he dragged the models and he lined them up manually they didn't line up the way that he made it seem they did can you even own a mechanic it's not about owning a mechanic it's about no, there's no update on the legal issues, Wildberry. The Pokemon company has officially stated that they will be investigating to ensure that their copyright has not been infringed upon. And we're basically saying, I've got a trademark copyright lawyer in my chat. Uh, he, he doesn't seem to think that they have a case because the games are very different. Like, what you do in the game is just so different. Nintendo would have started litigation in 2021 when the release trailer came out if they were going to take this to court. Nintendo is second only to maybe Disney when it comes to litigation. Yes, Nintendo is very litigious. I kind of agree with Greybush Gaming that if they were going to do something, they've had plenty of time. This game has been in the market. I added it to my wish list 
in the middle of 2022 you know that's that's almost two years ago that i added it to my wish list and at the time i remember saying it looks like pokemon with guns and they've had character profile uh they've had like character videos like little pal videos on their twitter uh, the, the, the artwork and the and the pals have been viewable by the public for a very very long time you can own a mechanic it's why we haven't seen another game use the nemesis mechanic right yeah that is actually fair big steve you can own a mechanic if you patent it right they patented the nemesis system did they not they own the patent which means no one else can do it i actually think patenting like mechanics and games is kind of tough i believe other games have tried to do it and failed have they not wasn't that story kind of big because they successfully did it like can you imagine somebody patenting like the first person shooter mechanic well, we patented uh, first-person perspective with a gun. Oh my gosh, that would that would murder the industry if somebody would have pulled that off. You know how many games we wouldn't have if they did that? Now that's probably too vague. If you develop Nemesis, isn't just a mechanic, right? It's basically an internal logistical mechanism within the game that they said, "Hey, we came up with this. This is ours, and we don't want other people to take it." Creature collecting precedes Pokemon. That's exactly right. I don't think Pokemon can even say, hey, that that that's our mechanic. Now, throwing the ball to capture the creature, I don't know if that's... that. I don't know. And again, they would have to have a patent for it, and I don't know if they do. If they had a patent for it, then I would imagine this game would have gotten a C&D a couple of years ago because we've there's footage out there well before today of the, that mechanic being in Power World. So, I don't know. I assumed they were going to try to do it with the actual creatures themselves. They would try and say, these creatures are clearly meant to look like ours, and the they're not derivative enough, would be my thought. That's not a mechanism or a system, that's an artistic choice. Right. I don't think you can go through the mechanic route. I don't think you can go through the gameplay loop route. I think they'd have to look at the creatures and try and say that you you have copied our property, you know, and you you put a you put a different color hair on it. But again, but again, we looked at the wireframe claims and they have been debunked. They did not do one-to-one wireframe copies of Pokémon. That person misled the public. So I I don't I don't necessarily think we're going to see anything come of this. I don't. William uh Brimer, wait a minute. Recognize your face. That's not your original username. I recognize your face. You've been around for a long time. Thank you for 9 months in a VIP. Also, we have no idea what closed door deal maybe has been done between the two. It happens all the time in Japan. Eugene says, any challenge will be based on the art and the creatures. That's what that's what I thought. I thought they're going to look at each individual creature and try to make a case about stolen property. Doesn't have to be one-to-one. Four notes is all you need for music. I wonder what you need for, like, a creature. Do you need shape? Do you need color scheme? Do you... I don't know. I, that, that would be an interesting... That would be interesting. To say, well, this creature is clearly supposed to be uh Pikachu this clear you know this character is clearly supposed to be 
Squirtle. You know, are they are they able to make that case? If you guys are enjoying the show, all you got to do is hit subscribe to talk in the chat. What do you think about the future of Pal World, the roadmap, the legal issues, the will it come to PlayStation 5 or will Xbox lock it down as an exclusive? Let us know what you think in the chat. Do me a favor and smash the like button if you haven't already and keep the member train going. We're almost to the first goal of 25. Every 25, I give five to help you guys hit those big goals. Right now, we're trying to get to 2,500 members. You currently have like 2,220. So you're over 2,200 uh, members right now. Buffalo says, Buffalo Wing Dave is talking in the members only Discord. He says, in the context of games, uh, 102B means that rules, game mechanics, and any other functional elements in addition to the overall idea of a game are not copyrightable. There you go. I think that we will likely see happening is Nintendo turning around and ripping off the game play from pow world for a new pokemon game it wouldn't be a heavy lift now that someone else did it that's a question for the jury so what you're but but no that's not a question for the jury eugene it would be a question for a judge to even let it get to get the case right they've got to convince a judge that this is this is a worthy case they can't just automatically land in front of a jury So they'd have to be able to convince a judge that presides over copyright cases that, hey, we have a case here. They're infringing on our property. Let us bring this to court with our evidence and let a jury decide. And So the judge would have to make that call first, right? I'm not a legal expert. Y'all are. But my understanding is you can't just drag someone into court. You got to convince a judge first that, hey, let this go to court. Like we, we we have a case against Power World. They'd have to do that first which means you have to satisfy some some measure of of uh, evidence to say hey they're they're doing x y and z and we have a right we have a right to protect our property you need to let us take them to court <clears throat> both companies are in Japan are their copyright laws different well yes but be I, I, I they were trying to t- they were talking about it in the discord this morning and I was trying to educate myself on it it looks like as long as you preside and operate in other regions those copyright laws can't apply is Lona referencing a 12b6 motion is that possible I don't I don't know I don't know what I'm referencing I'm just saying my understanding is you can't just drag someone into court you have to you have to make a case that the, that you have a case first right? That's a question of fact, and that's a fact finder's deci- a decision. Judges typically don't make fact finding decisions unless you waive a jury. Well, Victor found a game with five million downloads called Bulu Monster, which this game is Pokemon like. You use balls to capture Mons. You don't need to present evidence to the be- at the beginning. Only a claim that is viable if the alleged facts are true. Okay. Yeah, again, there there are games in the market right now that have the throw a ball at the monster, so I don't think they could take the mechanic route. They couldn't take that because I don't think they've patented it because if they would have patented it, none of these games would exist. So I again, I agree with Eugene. They're going to have to go the art route. They're going to have to say, does, does, the, does the artwork infringe on our property? 
Uh, this guy says the PC version's been updated more frequently and is more stable. They'd be crazy not to bring it to the biggest console market. I actually agree. I actually agree. It runs great for me. I don't know. Oh, this is an old thing. Um, uh, pretty big selection of weapons and stratagems. Base this DLC. Uh, um, I don't know why this got snagged. This is a good comment. Um, The animals are almost the same. A wild copyright lawyer has appeared. We actually have a copyright lawyer in the chat. I have a couple of lawyers that hang out. One's not practicing. The other two, I believe, are. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we actually do have legal experts. Um, uh, we actually do have legal experts in the, in the chat. On, on this particular subject, especially. A short and plain statement of claim showing the plaintiff is entitled to relief. There you go. The animals are almost the same as animals. That's the other problem, is they don't just resemble Pokemon in some cases, they resemble like real life animals. Whether it's a a, a bunny rabbit, or a lamb, or um, I don't know, I've seen the fish... There's all kinds of things. It's like again, they'd have to go to they'd have to go to particular creatures, like the big yellow guy, as an example. I don't know what his name is. The big yellow guy. He's holding the mini gun in all the pictures, and there's a character riding on his back. Are we really going to pretend this hasn't happened in the first place? Right, Dragon Quest. Have you guys seen this image? I, I again, I think this image is going to make it pretty pretty doggone difficult for Pokemon to claim that their characters and creatures are being infringed upon. Right? Have you guys seen this image floating around? Let's let's zoom it in. I just I and yeah, and games like Temtem it's, it's going to be really, really hard for Pokemon to be like, Hey, man, you uh, you you copied our creatures. Oh, oh, we did? Are you sure about that? You sure about that? We copied your creatures? I, I, again, there, there's nothing there remotely the same. So you don't think this guy here and this guy here, don't, they don't look the same? You don't think they look the same. You don't think any of these creatures look similar. You don't think any of these creatures look like they've been they've been largely inspired by each other. Nothing at all. I don't agree it's the same. Okay, now hang on. You're saying stuff in Power World is way closer. Right, the big yellow guy, okay, he's got, like, the lightning bolt across his belly, and his p- black ears are pointing up. That would be one that they're gonna, they're gonna, I'm assuming they would try to argue that, like, hey, you copied Pokemon. Alright. I am not saying that those were direct copies. I'm saying, you can clearly see there's a lot of inspiration going on. You can clearly see it. And you can clearly see 
when you look at Pal World, that there's a ton of inspiration going on. So the question you'd have to ask is, how far is the chasm between inspiration and copying? Like, how big's that chasm? Did they go far enough to say, no, nah, it's just inspiration? If you think nothing in this picture looks the same, you must be a Pokemon extremist fan. Well, I know you, Eugene's not this, not that. Erotimus says, think about Roblox. How long has it been exclusive to the Xbox console before coming over to PlayStation? And Pocket Pair is an ID at Xbox Dev as well. Aren't, wait. Aren't the, um... Aren't the ID at Xbox Devs, are they not owned? What are they, how, what's the relationship when you're a part of ID at Xbox? Do they help with publishing? Do they help with funding? Or do they just help with marketing? I'm genuinely asking. I don't know the role of companies under ID at Xbox. Yeah, Eugene's not a Pokemon fan. Is there an explanation somewhere of what ID at Xbox does? My understanding is they just promote Xbox games. Wikipedia says... ID at Xbox is a program by Microsoft allowing independent video game developers to self-publish titles for Windows, Xbox One, Series X, and Series S consoles. It was announced by Phil Harrison in 2013. Developers who are registered in the program get access to two development kits at no cost, as well as access to all required technical documentation. Additionally, there will be no fees to update any games submitted through the program. Games released through the program also have access to Xbox One and Xbox Live components, including Kinect, Smart Glass, well, that's all ancient history. Um... So it sounds like when you're part of ID at Xbox, you get some like nice treatment on the platform. Now that could mean there's already a relationship here that could lead to exclusivity. But again, that comes down to spending strategy. Is that a strategy that Xbox is still employing? If the Xbox CFO and the Microsoft CEO is like, What we're doing going forward is we're going to take games, make them, and put them on all platforms. That doesn't sound like a company that's interested in spending high dollar amounts to secure third-party games. If you're willing to put your first-party property everywhere, why would you spend billions locking things down? It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not saying they won't because Power World is almost anomalous. It's like whoa this thing came you better lock this thing down it's like the most popular game in the world right now so that would be more of like branding power than return on investment spending but what branding power does it give them if Satya Nadella says what's the future and health of Xbox making great games and putting them on all platforms that's what he said that's not making a great game and putting it on all platforms. That's spending a ton of money to lock a game to your console and your console, according to your own CFO, is fi- it's relatively fixed and not growing. So, again, yeah, and I, I, I tomorrow we're going to talk the layoffs, but it's hard not to look at the layoffs and think, 
Microsoft's interested in ROI right now. They're not interested in spending large amounts of cash to lock down Power World. I just don't think they're going to. Now, if they do, it's it's a smart play. It is. Because you're taking one of the hottest games on the planet and you're saying, no, you can't play it on PlayStation. You can't play it on Nintendo. You gotta be over here. It's a smart play. I don't know if it's the play they're gonna make anymore. A couple of years ago, I'd be like, "Oh, the the checks inks already dry." If it was if it was two years ago, if it was twenty twenty two, I'd be saying, "Oh yeah, that should the checks inks already dry." Yeah, Phil already did it. He already picked up the phone and said, "Whatever it takes, we want we want this." Now in twenty twenty four, I don't know. GTA five is leaving Game Pass this month kind of feels like Microsoft is saying we don't want to spend large sums of money on third party stuff anymore to be on Game Pass or to be an exclusive because the contract with Pal World to be on Game Pass is what sometime last year maybe earlier and I guarantee you they Microsoft made out like a bandit on that deal because they offered them a certain amount of money and Pal World just became the most the most uh, high valued asset on the market there ain't no way they were they were compensated for what they're worth now. Their worth and value has skyrocketed. So Microsoft Xbox made an amazing deal by scooping it up, throwing it on Game Pass. Whoever saw this game and made that choice, they've got good eyesight. They said that game's got potential. Grab that now. And now the game's insane and they didn't pay they didn't pay Power World the amount that the game is worth now because it wasn't worth that much back then. It was an untested product. It could have come out and crashed and burned. Nobody knew. Nobody knew this game had this kind of power. So now that the game is worth more, if I was Power World, I would be negotiating a monthly stipend to be on Game Pass. I'd be like, you did see that we sold 8 million copies in a week, right? That means our game's worth a ton of money. And if you want us to stay on Game Pass, we would like a monthly stipend that's much higher. That's what GTA 5 was getting. They were getting a massive monthly stipend. Now, that doesn't mean that Power World's as big as GTA 5, but what it means is they can leverage the same the same type of deal. We're a hot ticket item. People want to play and buy our game. And if we're going to be on Game Pass, we need to be compensated monthly for that. If I was the Power World devs, that's what I'd be negotiating. I would not be negotiating an exclusivity deal. They can make way more money on a monthly Game Pass stipend and then selling the game on Nintendo and PlayStation in the future. That That's way more potential money than, than whatever Xbox is going to offer for exclusivity. There's no reason to lock this game to the smallest console. It just doesn't make any business sense. Unless Microsoft literally just keeps adding zeros to the check. We're going to need a bigger check. Power World's crazy. Will the devs get more? Will the financial reward scale up? Contract already signed, though. Sure, but for how long? For how long? I mean, I don't know how long Game Pass... They could be on a 3-month, 6-month, 12-month, and they could be saying, hey, we'd like to renegotiate that contract right now. We, we, you know, we'd like to renegotiate that contract. We'd like to switch it. We'd like to do a different one. You know, we the contract's up in 90 days. 
right? You guys put us on a 90-day trial period because you weren't sure about our game. We don't know the details of the contract. It could be a 90-day, it could be a 6-month, it could be a 12-month, right? So, they could be already renegotiating and saying, hey, instead of waiting for this thing to expire, we'd like to renegotiate right now, and we'll sign... Think about it like this. If you're Power World, you can go to Xbox and say, we'll sign a two-year deal right now to stay on Game Pass, but we want to be compensated monthly. Look at look at our sales and growth potential. You, you you want us on Game Pass, you do, and we'll we will we will come to Game Pass. We, I'm sorry, we will we will commit to, to two years instead of the six months that we're on now. We'll commit to two years. We would like a monthly stipend, and we would like the monthly stipends to be, you know, twenty five million or whatever. I'm just making a number up. I don't even know what they would try to leverage here. Because they have to think about the future. Their game has the potential to have growth patterns for 10 years. Locking yourself to one console, that, that that could potentially hurt all those potential projections, which means you have to realize that out and say, okay, what could we potentially make in 10 years if we launch this thing on PlayStation with PlayStation's 5 growth, with the potential of a Switch 2 having insane growth? What what's What's the potential growth and sales we could have there? Microsoft needs to compensate us for that. Microsoft likely already own the rights to keep it on Game Pass for forever. That's not how Game Pass works, Paul. In what universe is there a game that Microsoft owns the rights of a third-party game to keep on Game Pass for forever? What? Have we seen any evidence that they're able to draw up contracts like that? Are there contracts that have the word forever in them? That doesn't even make any sense. I don't think I've ever heard of a contract like that. Since the game is in early access, the contract is probably a two-year deal because the game's not officially releasing within a two-year period. I think that's another good point that Erotimus is making. They signed a contract for their game preview early access to be on Game Pass. We don't know what the future holds for 1.0 Power World. They pay for the full dev cost? Do you have any evidence that Microsoft paid for the full dev cost of this game? Do we have any evidence of the of publishing going through Microsoft? We don't know that. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying we have no reason to think that that's what's going on. Secondly, it's an early access game. This is not the full version of the game. It's currently in the game preview program on Xbox. Those contracts forever, it's called in perpetuity. Yeah, have you ever seen a video game contract with in perpetuity built into it to be like, hey, uh... Yeah, we we'll, our game will be on Game Pass in perpetuity. There's always ways out of an in perpetuity contract anyways. You, you, you think that these guys signed an in perpetuity contract with Game Pass? Did you see the game on Steam? It had a good number of wish lists and interests in it. I don't know. That doesn't make that doesn't add up to me. The fact that they had a build if Microsoft paid for the full dev of this, I also don't think that you would see Steam getting so much priority. Just because Microsoft Game Pass check covered the cost doesn't mean Microsoft paid for development. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Microsoft paid for the full development and this thing's going to be on Game Pass in perpetuity, then why would Steam be getting so much priority? Like, that doesn't add up. Yeah, I don't think so. On a scale of 1 to 10 on is that likely, I think that's very low. That's like a 2 or a 3. That's very unlikely that they would have signed a contract like that. I'm just answering the question about are there contracts that are forever? 
Right, like, I know what in perpetuity means, right? We, I've, we've seen contracts like this. I signed a contract that gave a company the right to use my likeness in perpetuity, and my agent at the time was like, you shouldn't let them do this, and I'm like, sign the freaking contract. I want to be main stage at E3. Like, I didn't care. I was like, I don't care if they want to use my face in perpetuity. That promotes me. It doesn't bother me. So I'm well aware of contracts like that. We could have always gone back and said, we would like to renegotiate that in, in perpetuity use. You can always you can always go back and renegotiate a contract and say, yeah, no, that's not good for us right now. We need out of this. We need to renegotiate. We need to, we need to change the terms of this deal. And again, I don't think that's what they signed. That doesn't add up. That doesn't make any sense. This game, for as far as I can tell, its priority was Steam. They have a version for Xbox. That version's getting updates at a similar rhythm, but they are slightly behind. And it, it, being in the Game Pass, I'm sorry, being in the Game Preview program, I don't see that being something where Microsoft is like, we would like you to sign a contract to keep this on Game Pass in perpetuity. I don't think we have any evidence of game signing contracts like that with Microsoft. From the FTC filings and the contracts that we saw and what they were paying monthly to have GTA on Game Pass, I don't think we found any evidence that they have in perpetuity contracts for Game Pass. That would be that would be strange even from Microsoft's perspective cuz look at what they're doing now. They they they're going to be wanting to put their own first party property on Game Pass. You think you want a bunch of in perpetuity contracts out there? I don't think so. Darius War with a month of memberships. Says, love your content, Lono. I'm surprised. Uh, Next Oman never got this much hype, being that it's on Xbox and the Switch. Yo, I appreciate that, Darius. It always is interesting when things go viral like this. It's kind of organic and hard to... It's hard to see coming, you know? Power World is literally in early access and it's already popping off. With Xbox money, the game would be huge on full release. What makes you think they need Xbox money right now? They sold 8 million copies. They're prized to sell 10 10 million copies before the end of the month. They don't need anybody's money. With their operating costs and how big they are, they don't need money from anybody right now. If they were smart, they wouldn't accept a single offer from anybody at this moment. They don't need anybody's money. They don't need money from PlayStation. They don't need money from Xbox. They don't need anybody's money. They're in a very strong position right now to just leverage what they have, which is they have the world's attention, which is extremely powerful. So if if I'm them, I wouldn't entertain a single deal. I would I would ride this out and see where you land and be like, okay. Because once the player base numbers hit equilibrium and you can have a better idea of projected growth and, you know, how quickly can we get updates out? How quickly can we get ourselves to the 1.0 release? You know, how quickly can we get there? You have to ask the question, how much, considering what we just did, how much could we potentially make if we push this game out and also hit PlayStation and Nintendo. 
that that's a question they have to a- ask they they have to because if if microsoft i guarantee you phil's already had a conversation with them about hey we're very interested in talking with you about an exclusivity deal now that doesn't mean that microsoft's going to give phil the blank check that he used to have because again i believe their strategy has changed if you're going to start bringing first party property to playstation and nintendo why bother spending money keeping a third-party game from those platforms? Right? Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition uh, slides to PC on March 21st. Features uh, include unlocked frame rate, ultra-wide support, upscaling, and more. We knew that was coming early this year. We, we just finally got a date. Like, that's awesome. Did you look at Steam? The peak players are at 9 a.m. Eastern, meaning the game is far more popular outside the U.S. Maybe that's why it isn't top 50 on Xbox. Mediocre Milton, it's not top 50 on the Xbox website because the Xbox website doesn't have the game there for some reason, and I don't know why. According to the Circana reports, this game passed Fortnite in the U.S. for daily active users on Xbox. It 100% should be at the top of the most played uh, chart for Xbox. Secondly, According to a region breakdown that I saw on Twitter, 20% of the people playing this game are in the US. So, just wait till this weekend happens. Just wait. I think they're going to I think they're coming for the PUBG record this weekend. I think they are. They got to pass 3.2 million concurrents. They're hitting 2 million at 9 in the morning in the middle of the week. What do you think happens when the 20% of the consumer base that's playing that game in the U.S. spends the entire week talking about it and telling their friends? What do you think happens this weekend? Right? They passed Fortnite on Xbox? That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, this game deserves its flowers on Xbox. It's being played. It's it's being played. It's very popular. And for whatever reason, look, let me just show you. This, this if I'm Xbox, I'd be fixing this today. This is most played. Now I know it's on the most popular, okay? There are people that like to mislead the public and then and then accuse me of lying, which is always interesting, right? When you lie in order to accuse somebody of lying like welcome to hypocrisy that's hypocrisy 101 so there will be people that'll be like look at this pony coping it's on the most popular this is the most played games list that we commonly reference not some most popular page okay and for whatever reason power world's not here and it should be it should be according to circana it passed fortnite in the united states for daily active users on January the 22nd. Okay? You can't tell me that Power World's nowhere to be found on this list. This is some kind of a glitch. You honestly think at the moment Power World doesn't have more players in Fallout 4 or The Hunter? Come on, dude. Get real. It should be on this list. It should easily be in the top 5 up here with the big boys. The game is red hot. 
Apparently, the Xbox charts only update on Fridays. What? No, we've seen this change day to day. That's not true. Also, you want to see something very interesting? You see over here where it says game previews where my mouse is circling? Let's click on game previews. Power World's not listed. There's some kind of a server glitch on this website. See how it says game preview across the top? That's exactly what Power World is. When you go to Power World on Xbox, it has it. There's some kind of a problem with the website. Power World should be on that top bar right now on most played. Maybe they don't list game previews? No, I, I think I just shot that theory down, Paul, because the, it's not even in the game preview section. It's like it hasn't been a- added to the database. It's like, for some reason, it's not there. They've had plenty of days to fix this, too. I'm like, where's the freaking game, man? Let the Xbox guys celebrate that. They could run to that website and take a screenshot, and they could shove it in all those ponies' faces that are like, yeah, well, nobody's playing on Xbox. Everybody's playing on Steam. It's like, what do you mean? They took total hours into account? I don't think so. I think it's just most popular. Like, how many people are playing? If it only updates on Friday, that alone's BS. I know it doesn't just update on Friday. We've checked that thing day to day. Remember when Baldur's Gate 3 hit and I was like, it wasn't in the top most played over the weekend and then all these guys took the clip of me and they were like, look at this pony lying and they showed that it was in the most played like a week later because all they do is lie. Like, it's like, That thing updates all of the time. I checked the entire weekend that Baldur's Gate 3 hit Xbox and it wasn't on most played. Now, in the middle of the next week, it climbed into the most played and then that next weekend, it was in the most played. So a week later, it it jumped up, but it wasn't there on its opening weekend. It definitely updates every day. They're trying to do that now on Twitter. Of course they are, because they're liars. Like they always have to lie. It's like every time I get clipped on that stuff, they're always lying. They did that with the reviews. If you go Pal World Xbox Store, all right, you see this Pal World Xbox Store, and you click on this, you can see how it's reviewing across both PC and Xbox. Looky here, 18% one-star reviews. When I said it had 20%, that's what it was a couple of days ago when I wrote my monologue. But people run to the Xbox store on their console, take a screenshot of it with their cell phone like a boomer, and they're like, oh look, this guy's lying, it's only 11%. And if you actually investigate why that score is lower because of PC, you'll find even Jez Corden agrees. The Xbox version of this game on PC and Xbox Game Pass on PC is the reason. But when you're not interested in facts and investigation and truth, you'll never discover this. You'll never find out that those low scores are somewhat self-imposed. Because the, the, the people playing on PC are basically like, what the heck is wrong with this game? It has all kinds of problems. Go read Windows Central's article about it. NPD reporting that Xbox gamers are spending an average of 200 minutes. Yeah, I Erotimus, I cited that in my show open. I said, according to Circana, Xbox gamers played this more than Fortnite. There were more daily active users playing Power World than Fortnite on the 22nd. Nobody will clip me saying that because that that's me saying, hey man, this game's doing great. It's doing great on Xbox. 
when you have nuance and you talk about different aspects of a game's launch, different ways that it's scoring across different platforms, they'll just yank the one clip where I'm talking about the one thing and claim I'm some pony. And it's like, I've been giving this game its flowers since the moment it came out. What are you talking about? I've been having the game wishlisted since 2022. I actually said it was a huge win for Game Pass. That'll never end up in a clip. Yeah, apparently PETA has an issue with it. PETA has already heard from many Power World fans who have no interest in eating pals and want a vegan guide created for the game. Alright, PETA. I was thinking about PETA this morning and I thought we could probably help them. We can. Uh, this is going to be a really quick video. You guys ready? I wrote it I wrote it up this morning. Alright, you ready? If you're looking to play Power World and you'd like a vegan guide for how to play the game, real simple. Don't play it. <laughs> like, just don't play it. <laughs> There's your vegan guy. <laughs> oh, maybe, just maybe, that's not real. <laughs> You're not actually eating anything. It's not real. It's fake. It's fake. Listen, that's as vegan as it gets. Eating fake stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've had vegan food before, okay? And playing a game where you eat fake food, that's about as vegan as it gets, brother. You can't get more vegan than that. (laughs) No animals were harmed at all. Uh, you can eat berries. You can make cake too. I know. I'm being. I'm being silly. I know you can play the game and not eat meat. You know, you can. You can surely eat the berries. But let's talk about the fact that if you eat all the berries and you take all the berries from all those plants, you're actually disrupting the ecosystem and creating an environment where those animals will become malnutrition and not have enough to eat. So, figure that one out, Peta. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh. Plants have feelings too. <laughs> Peter, Peter Griffin. <laughs> Lono, shut up. <laughs> well, it's true. You know, just eat the berries. Screw the animals in that. Uh, you know, and the little ecosystem that we're eating those berries. Screw them, you know. You're trying to be vegan in a video game, right? <laughs> because these are the important issues in 2024, you know. There are there are all kinds of problems in the world. But a video game where you eat animals? Like, no way. We cannot stand by and allow this to happen. Yeah, it'll be as effective as the Hogwarts boycott. Mm-hmm. Uh. One thing we have to keep in mind is that Craftopia never came to PlayStation. I wonder if it'll play out the same with Pow World. Well, you'd have to ask the question, was there immense demand for Craftopia? And I think the answer would be no. There's immense demand for Pow World. Yoshida has already indicated on Twitter that, like, they're interested in the game. I'm sure they've already had a conversation. 
I am positive. There is somebody at, at the dev, uh, there is somebody at Pocket Pair, the devs of Power World. There is somebody at Pocket Pair who has already spoken with Yoshida, and they've already spoken with Phil Spencer. And they're probably weighing their options. If the animal can shoot a lightning bolt at me, I can eat it. I mean, Erotimus, if I've ever heard a motto that we can all live by, I think that's one. You know? Listen. <laughs> If they start, if they stop shooting lightning bolts at me, I'll leave them alone. You know. Can you bring Hillbilly Jack to the discussion? <laughs> Peter, what's that? Like a piece of bread? <laughs> Will you stuff beans in it? <clears throat> no, I don't think we can. HBJ would eat pals. <laughs> he really would. He would like this. I think he would like this game. I think HBJ would love Pal World. We are aware of the Microsoft layoffs. We'll be covering that tomorrow. We'll be covering that tomorrow. Guys, if you are enjoying the show, let's set our sights on 300 likes. We're about an hour and a half into the live show. Hitting the like button helps me out. It helps you out. It helps the video get to more people, and it helps the channel. Hit subscribe on the channel. That is totally free to hit subscribe, and then you can talk in my chat. There is a variety of ways to support the channel. You can become a member by clicking join. Just make sure if you click join and you become a member by yourself that you pick the $6 member tier. It's a $5 gifted. That's just for gifted members. If you want to gift some members, help us hit 25 and then I give 5 We're pushing for 2,500 members right now to turn Friday night into a fight night. Those are all the ways you can support in addition to our sponsors and things like that. We also have our own coffee. Listen, if you're a coffee drinker, indulge me for two seconds to talk about the coffee. I don't mention it all that often because it does disrupt the show, but we do want to make mention of this. This is ours. This is not a sponsor. You can go to reforgeroast.com reforgeroast.com and the flavor profiles are here if you like light roast, dark roast, and hey it's January 25th and the Frickmas blend will not be here after January. We are not doing that this year. So, we even have bundles if you want to get a triple threat, which is all three flavors, the light, the dark, and the Frickmas blend, which is a medium, or you can get the best of both worlds, which is a light and the dark roast. If you're a coffee drinker and you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you need to try our coffee because it is so smooth. You can drink it black with creamer. You can do a cold brew. And Cat Uncle, hang on, Kale with 19 months in the VIP. I wonder if Power World will affect the next Animal Crossing game. I don't know. I think the world's so big and there's so many gamers. I don't know if certain games will pay, pay any attention to this. Cat Uncle with a five bomb coming in, taking us to 21 members on the day. Thank you so much for doing that. Those are all the ways you can support. And thank you to everybody who continues to support with either coffee orders or with memberships. If you cannot afford a membership, there are people who tried to misrepresent something that we said in the past. We love people hanging out here. We pay with our own money to give you access to our Discord, okay? If you can't afford a membership and you just listen and you lurk and you press like every day, you are a part of this community and you help this channel. So you can get into the Discord on our dime if you are in a position right now where you can't pay for your own membership. You can get into our you know, uh, monthly community game nights on our dime. We pay for it. Myself, the community here, constantly gifting members to you guys uh, to ensure that the community grows and you get a chance to sample the content. You get a chance to sample the Discord. Uh, so be sure to do that. And currently, we have 2,221 members, and we're pushing for 2,500. So we could easily hit 2,300 today. Uh, if we if we do 100 each day, that's usually the way 
to hit the goals. So 75 more today is nothing. And I throw five in every 25, so I help you guys hit those goals. Shiva Jones with seven months says, thanks, Uncle Cat. Shiva Jones being able to maintain that membership. Look at that. Through somebody gifting, Shiva's hitting seven months. That's exactly how we operate here. Yeah, I've seen that, Lance. I appreciate the update on uh, Forbidden West coming to PC. The only game Power World will affect will be Pokemon. Be ready for the next one to have a home base where your Pokemon can work for you. I don't know about that. My wife says that the dark roast is the best roast. She says also it makes the best homemade ice cream. Oh yeah, she did make homemade coffee flavor ice cream with the dark roast. Uh, and she and she really liked it. Um, reviewing our console. It's a hand. I've never heard of this before. I'll have to look at that later. Yo, a five bomb from Mash, and that's an agent of chaos because that takes us to twenty six. Pushing us past the 25 goal. This guy has been the single biggest gifter lately. Thank you so much. And I've been gifting right on top of you guys to ensure that we get the member count as high as we can, as fast as we can to help you hit those goals. So I'm going to gift the five that I owe you right now. And we do end every stream with the members only AMA. We switch the chat to members only. And then you guys can sort of switch to a gaming AMA and ask me questions about other gaming-related topics, not just the topic of the day. So right now we've been talking Power World. I asked if you guys thought PvP would be a big draw. You guys seem to think so. Uh, We've been talking about whether or not it would come to other platforms, whether or not Microsoft would lock this game down. And uh, it's been a really, really good conversation about this game today. It doesn't seem to be slowing down. I have made my own predictions. I think Power World stands to break the concurrent player record on Steam this weekend. Uh, And I also think they're probably going to hit 10 million sales before the end of the month. Guys, a moment ago, we asked for likes, and the likes didn't move. Make sure YouTube's not being weird, okay? It's it's not counting likes sometimes. So minimize chat or refresh, and make sure your likes are counting. I've been having to do that on... I support videos from guys like Doc Dark and others, and I've been hitting like, and then it doesn't save it. So double-check that right now. A lot of you guys listen and support every single day. And, uh, and those likes do help. But YouTube has currently, they've done something with the likes. I'm not sure what it is. And sometimes you have to, like, double-check it. Um, they won't significantly affect the next Pokemon. Nintendo works in a silo. They don't really let other games influence their decisions. Right. I wanted to talk about that. I actually don't see this game affecting Pokemon in that way. Because I think... Again, if I'm Pokemon, I would just kind of keep doing what you're doing rather than try to mimic something else because then that's going to become part of the dialogue. You would... I mean, what, what what was the last Pokemon? It sold like 11 million in a couple of days, right? Idea for member stream, full AB, AB, HBJ stream playing Power World. Thanks for 26 months and a VIP, Hex. Appreciate you, dude. Yeah, like, make sure it's actually saving your thumbs up. It's just I mean, it's just been bizarre. In the past, I'd be like, hey, guys, we need some more likes. And, you know, we'd get, we'd get a bunch of likes. I say it probably two or three times throughout a three-hour stream, right? You know, about once an hour, maybe every 45 minutes, I try to say, hey, make sure and hit the like button. And usually when I do, the likes go up. Lately, when I say it, they don't move. And I'm, I think it's something going on with the website. Because we, we do premieres, 
and people come into the premiere and they're like, why do we only have seven likes? And I refresh and I'm like, we have 91 likes. It something's going on where it's like not updating properly. Power World is a new planet. Pokemon's a whole galaxy. Yeah, I tried to say that yesterday. I don't think Power World is like a threat to Pokemon. I think Power World can can actually stand very tall on its own. We don't need to keep doing this. Well, what's Pokemon going to do? Or is Pokemon going to copy? Or are they copying Pokemon? I just, I don't think that's even part of the narrative, if I'm honest. I really don't. I, I, I think Power World stands very strong on its own, as its own game type, as its own game style. And Pokemon's just going to keep doing what it does. You're n- th- There are ravenous fans of Pokemon that are not going to be won over by this game. They're just not. You've probably talked to some of them. Power World struggled to find a dev with shooter experience in Japan before stumbling on a self-top hobbyist who worked at a convenience store. That's insane. That's insane. That guy's probably just grinning ear to ear. He's probably living in a dream right now. Lono can dust off the Series X for Power World. I already did. I already played it on it for a little bit. Now, right now, I'm trying to finish Prince of Persia. I've received a code to review a game, and so I played that for a little bit last night. Then I want to play Last of Us Part 2 Remastered and finish that. And then, in about seven days, the world's going to get hit with the monsoon of games in February. Um, I have another game I received a code to review. I, it, it's going to be really, really difficult to, to go back and try to play Power World. I'm just... I'm one guy, and I only have so many hours in a day. I only have so many hours in a day, you know? I'm spending time with the kiddos, spending time with my friends, spending time with my wife, spending time in my community, and it's like, you know, I played Prince of Persia last night for a little bit, like an hour, and I've hit 19, almost 20 hours in that game, and I'm like clearing the map right now, and man, I wish they would let you fast travel from the trees, because that would really speed it up. So... It's a good time to be a gamer, but what it means is uh, you're, some of us that are like married with kids and don't like, you know, turn like just play every game that comes out to completion. I'm just not in a position to do that. I'm just going to have to be very selective with the games that I play. It's just it's just very very difficult, you know. I think a lot of people have a hard time empathizing with that because they don't know what it's like to suddenly have <laughs> like 18 responsibilities impinging on your ability to play games. Like you know what I mean? I'm 42. I'm not a 17-year-old that can play until 4 in the morning. <laughs> like, I don't have that ability. I miss those days, dude. But if I stay up too late, I feel like trash the next day. So, you know, and I spend time with the fam. That's more important. Or if Lona got a code to Yakuza, I hope he liked it. No, not Yakuza. No. Um... We did a we did an ad for for Yakuza Like a Dragon, so that was nice. That was nice. <clears throat> I get opportunities and offers to play games and sponsored opportunities periodically, um, and we you know I've I've turned down a handful because I don't think they line up with me and the brand, and it would just look disingenuous. So we're a little choosy on that. Um, currently, we don't have any paid sponsorship, uh, r- like play sessions coming but we've been given early access to review games that's different so if i've ever paid a sponsorship to play a game 
I'll be very, very choosy on that because I don't want it to feel like, hey, what the heck is this guy? Why is he playing this? Um, I've turned down, you know, Raid Shadow Legends is an example. I've turned that game down. I don't know. I've lost count how many times. Just when we were much larger on, uh, on purple, the money that they offered was unbelievable. And I was just like, no, thank you. <clears throat> Lona's almost at the top of the hill at 42. Lona has to plan his retirement. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy planning my retirement at 42. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's a big concern of mine. It's, it's, it's a big, big concern of mine. All right, so for the last 30 minutes of the show, what we like to do is a members-only Q&A. I'm not going to use the Q&A feature anymore. It's just not necessary, but I am going to turn chat into members-only. Now's a great time to gift members. 26 from you guys. I gifted five, so there's 31 new members here today. If we hit 50, I'll gift another five. We're trying to hit about 100 members a day this week to turn Friday night's community game night, which is open to all members, gifteds and up. It's open to all members. We're trying to turn that into a fight night where we'll play fighting games that I don't like, and you can beat the tar out of me. So, you know, hate watchers might be able to live out a a fantasy. (laughs) In any case, uh, in any case... Now's a great time to gift members as we're, you know, we're on sort of the back half of the show. Uh, a lot of the more loyal listeners, lurkers, and watchers are here. Uh, and I do have an upload coming today. The uh, the top games coming in February 2024. There is so many, and I and uh, I hope you guys hope you guys enjoy that video uh, as well as uh, right now. You can use the chat as a member to do members only gaming AMA. So if you have gaming-related questions, now's a great time to ask them since we're not talking uh, POW World. Uh, we've, you, you can ask questions about POW World if you have more. Um, this guy says they put the roadmap for their other game, Craftopia, and let me tell you, as someone who has been with them since the very start of the game, uh, it's never going to be finished, I promise you. Um, 8 million sales says otherwise. Yeah, they're not going to let 8 million sales be squandered. Downloading the game now, excited to play it and see how it evolves over time enjoy it I don't think these guys are going to like ride off in the sunset with 8 million sales I think they're going to capitalize on it they're sitting on top of a freaking gold mine it's rare for Lono's chat not to reach the goal we haven't missed this goal in over a year we started doing this it was a community uh, community members idea and we started doing this in November of 2022 He's an e-beggar. The community asked to do this, and it's been great. And the generosity from you guys has been a response. So, how many devs work on Power World? Uh, when we looked up the, the the size of Pocket Pair, it was hard to get in. The, it was like there's somewhere between, I believe, 100 and 200 developers. But again, it's hard to know using Google. That was what we found. SDO with 12 months of membership. I hear huge amounts of ABK staff let go. That's tomorrow's show for sure. Do you think Xbox is sort of hiding Power World in the store because of a possible lawsuit? I don't think so, John. No. I think it's a database issue. I don't think they're hiding it. I don't think so. Haven't they been haven't they been tweeting about it at all? Is a live service game ever finished? Yeah, right? Have they been tweeting about it? I don't think Xbox is trying to hide this. No. I don't I don't agree with that take. Mm-hmm. 
I'm trying to see. Has Xbox sent any tweets about the game? Uh, has Phil Spencer tweeted about it at all? I'm just looking. Can you guys find any in Discord? I'm checking his feed right now. Xbox Game Pass tweeted about the game on January the 19th, and Phil Spencer retweeted it. Uh, he also retweeted PC Game Pass. They tweeted about the game on January the 19th. Um, okay, so let's see. Has Xbox Game Pass tweeted about it since? They haven't tweeted about it since. The Xbox Game Pass account has gone quiet for the last six days. Um, I don't know if that's normal or not. Let's see what their usual posting habits are. Before that, they were retweeting on the 18th, 18th, a lot of stuff on the 18th, Developer Direct. Prior to that, 18th, 17th, 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 16th, 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 14th, 15th. It does it does seem a little weird that the Xbox Game Pass account has gone completely quiet for like six days. And Phil said congrats on the 19th. Let's see if the official Xbox account has said anything. Because Xbox Game Pass has been quiet for like six days. Okay, the Xbox account has been active. Sea of Thieves, Diablo, State of Decay. Um Okay, the official Xbox account on the 22nd, they retweeted Power World hitting 5 million copies. They have not done it since. So I don't know. That There's the possibility that, you know, concerns about a lawsuit have driven them to say, hey, let's, let's maybe chill for a second. You know? I don't know. If I'm Xbox and I'm Xbox Game Pass, man, I'm riding this wave with Power World and the Xbox Game Pass account hasn't said anything since the 19th. The Xbox account hasn't said anything since the 22nd. That's the 23rd, the 24th yesterday and today. Every day they're hitting records of game sales and player numbers. And, you know, I'm not sure why Xbox wouldn't be um, attaching. You know, why wouldn't you hitch your hitch your ride to that wagon would be my question. So there's a possibility maybe there is a fear. Um, maybe internally, anytime there's even whisperings of a lawsuit, they just have PR um, contingencies in place where they say, "Hey, don't let's just let's just let's just kind of go media dark on that for now until the until we get a clear answer on what's going on." You know, I don't think that they're going to get sued. I think I think Power World's fine. But Microsoft and Xbox may internally have mechanisms in place that, like, as soon as there's any potential legal issues, we have to stop. We can't talk. We, like, just go just go dark. You don't got to delete posts or anything. But I don't know. That could be, you know, professional courtesy to, you know, Nintendo. I, I don't know. Nintendo and Pokemon have already stated that they're looking into the copyright infringement. Yes, they stated that, um, uh, what was it, late yesterday? I believe, or yeah, it was late yesterday. It's definitely weird because Power World never showed up on the coming soon to Game Pass tab or showed up on the store until the day of release. That happened with Redfall 2. I don't know, Zinthos. I I call that out with Redfall and everybody got really angry at me. And I was like, 
Excuse me. <clears throat> so. This guy says, give it a few weeks and there'll be quite a few lawsuits on them. I actually doubt that. This guy's responding to the short. Uh, we, we published a short about it. Can't wait to start raiding with homies and pals. I mean, that's the one aspect of the game that I actually like got my attention. I was like, oh, there's going to be raid bosses. Oh, there's going to be you know, end game. Oh, cool. There's going to be end game content. We discussed the viability of PvP. I think pal versus pal PvP makes sense. I think player versus player PvP, I'll be interested in to see how they how they kind of couch it and how they set it up. You think the border Oh, I already answered that. Um there's definitely something weird going on. I read that. All of you all of what you said refutes the earlier point that Microsoft paid for the development of the game. Right, again, if they paid for the development of the game and and they've got this thing locked down in perpetuity, you'd be tweeting like crazy about it. You wouldn't be like not saying anything. Oh, is Towerborn hinting at their release date? They've got a tweet out. Oh. It's a grid. Um Okay, it's a grid of letters. You guys want to see it? I think Towerborn looks so freaking cool. I really thought that was going to be the shadow drop at the... Um, I thought they were going to shadow drop this game at uh, at the Developer Direct. Yo, Drexen, welcome back and welcome to VIP. Thank you very much. Guys, right now, chat is set to members only. If you're enjoying the show, smash the like button. If you want to bring people into the members only chat right now, we sort of spend the last 30 to 20 minutes of the stream doing a members only kind of gaming AMA. If you have anything you want to ask me about gaming related topics, you can uh, submit that now. So they're going to be maybe using this to drop some code soon. You know? Maybe we can try and deduce uh, when the game is coming out. Because I, I think Towerborn looks really, really cool. Now, if you go to their actual profile, I don't see any, I don't see anything with those, those symbols. So, maybe they're getting ready to release something. I would save that image in the event that they, uh, they do. Pretty sure Sony wants to take a wait and see approach with Power World, says Corey. If it makes it to full release, then I think PlayStation would be interested in bringing it to PS5. Right now uh, is really the lighting in a bottle effect. Yeah, I mean, Yoshida basically he indicated on Twitter that they're interested. He indicated that on, on Twitter that they're interested. J-Dub says, they attacked you and called you everything but a child of God for being concerned about the pre-acquisition. Now look. Facts, yo. Do those symbols show up in a trailer? I don't know. I don't know if they show up in a trailer. We'd have to see. We'd have to see if they've used those symbols anywhere else. Yo, what's good, Jaratal? How are you? In and out a lot. Have you tried Power World? I did. I tried it uh, last Friday. Madam and I were kind of playing with it. Um, I said in the show open, 
I, I said in the show open that the uh, I I don't necessarily care if games like I said Helldivers as an example. I would love it if Helldivers came to Xbox. That wouldn't bother me at all. That's just more potential people to play with. That's us on a Friday night having more people that can dive into Helldivers 2 and play together, right? I would love it if Power World came to PlayStation because then on Saturdays when I play games with my kiddos, we could all play together. We could make our own little settlement. My kids would love this game. They loved Lego Fortnite and then it got a little grindy and they got kind of burned out because it just like it took forever to do the most basic stuff. So I'm sure that might happen with Power World. But at least for a couple of weeks, we would play and have a good time. You know, they're eight and ten, so their endurance with video games isn't quite there yet. Although my daughter is awesome. She beat Kirby in the Forgotten Land. She beat Hi-Fi Rush. She beat Stray. So that's the reason I would love to see Power World on PlayStation. Just selfishly as a family man that's like, well, I've got two PlayStation 5s and an Xbox and we can all play together. Um, So... I'm not, I'm not going to buy a bunch of Xboxes for one game. And I'm not going to try and set up a bunch of, play, a bunch of uh, PCs in my living room either. Right? So, that would be the reason I would want it. Same with, same with Helldivers 2. I would love it if Helldivers 2 was on Xbox. Because there's plenty of people here on a Friday night that would be able to play if we did like a Friday night game night with Helldivers. Which I'm sure that we will. You know, I am fully in support of live service or multiplayer games being multi-platform. I've never cared about that. I don't care if a game decides to land elsewhere. It didn't bother me when PlayStation games started hitting PC. It wouldn't bother me if a PlayStation live service game hit Xbox. It wouldn't bother me at all. It just means it's easier to play with people. One of the games I love playing with you guys on a Friday night for Community Game Night is Fall Guys. Why? Because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You know, I it just makes sense. What about Suicide Squad and I? Yeah, we could do that too. You can customize your XP games on Power World to make it not so grindy. Oh yeah, I would surely set up the world to be super fun and laid back, right? There was only so many things you could do with Lego Fortnite. Like I made it to where you don't lose your, st- you don't drop your stuff when you die, and you don't run out of stamina. Like I was trying to make it really straightforward for them. So if they're like really, really far away, I'm like, just let the enemy kill you. It'll bring you back to base. Like it's basically a, a poor man's fast travel, you know, in Lego Fortnite. Ball guys is great. You can steal the ball from your own teammates and score on your own net, helping the opposing team win. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just got, there's so much freedom, Liquid Smoke, you know? That's my kind of game. Like stealing your own boat and Sea of Thieves. You can cuss in the power world? I, yeah, I believe when you make the server, you can adjust settings, can you not? You can tweak a bunch of stuff when you make the server. I remember try- I was trying to make a server on 
Xbox and it kept pulling an error until I turned off multiplayer. I don't I I I didn't have time to look into it. I was just getting the game ready for Friday night uh before dinner. So much player agency, bro. The most the most player agency. It's the best. Oh man. <laughs> oh, it's good. You can tweak all the settings from the main menu even after. Oh, even after you create the server. That was something I didn't like about Lego Fortnite is like my wife and I were playing one night and I was like, man, I was like, I wish I would have set our server up the same way as the kids, you know, with the unlimited sprint and not dropping anything because we're just trying to chill on the couch, but you can't change any of the settings. Uh, you can't change any of the settings in uh, in for- Lego Fortnite after you create the server, which I think is incredibly disappointing it's like come on man i didn't know what the game was going to be like and now that i do you know i'd like to make a couple of changes i think that's fair you know i think that's a fair request but nope no dice no dice chat oh there were server issues when making a multiplayer world yeah it kept pulling some kind of an error and i was like all right so i just unchecked you know boxes until i got it to work and sure enough, I unchecked that box and it fixed it. So, uh, today, the 25th at noon. Perfect. Okay. Guys, in 14 minutes, we're going to go to a premiere about the big games coming next month. I put together a nice list for you. It's a really, really uh, just almost daunting list of games. And right now, we're doing a members only gaming AMA. You can ask me any question in chat related to gaming. Uh, and this is reserved for members. If you want to become a member, click join and click the $6 member tier. If you want to give some members, now's a great time to do it as we're pushing toward a big goal and it brings people in to what we're doing right now. Let's them kind of sample the members only content as well as our discord. And I already gifted the five that I owe you. Thank you so much for the 26. We've already hit amazing day today. Mash helping bring that one home with a 10 bomb. Some other five bombs today as well. Yeah, the, Fe- the Lego Fortnite update was great. Um, the best thing in the update was that you could throw things in, in a fire and break them down. Because right now, whenever we would play, we would make like a discard pile in the corner of our base, and we're just throwing trash there. You know, really weak axes that you get from Skelly, Skelly Men, or just stuff that you don't need. You're like, I don't need this right now. You know, I have chests upon chests upon chests full of stuff, and it's like, okay, I don't need any of this right now. And so we would always have like a discard pile in the corner of our base. Well, now you just throw it in the fire and it burns up. Well, I don't know if everything burns up, but you can do it with the pickaxes that you get from the Skellymen that were always like two hits away from breaking. Tomorrow we talk to Blizzard News about the layoffs. There it is. Patrick Q says, come on, boys. Let's move the member number a little bit here. We can hit 50. If you guys hit about 100 a day this week, well, actually, no, it's not going to be 100 a day because now it's Thursday. You're going to have to come big today and tomorrow if you guys want to hit that fight night goal. If not, tomorrow night will just be a game night, and we'll, I don't know what we'll end up playing. Maybe just set up a Power World server. Darius gifts a member. We got a little bit of a single gifted member train going on, pulling people in to the members only Q&A, the members only gaming AMA happening right now. Thoughts on the Elden Ring DLC? I wouldn't be surprised if you see the announcement happen at the state of play. Uh, I believe we're going to get a state of play announcement sometime today, maybe. And the state of play will happen next week, maybe on the 31st. I think maybe the 1st of February. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Elden Ring DLC is at that. 
and that it launches in February. From everything we're hearing, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of runway lights lighting up for the Elden Ring Shadows of the Erd Tree DLC to land in uh, in February. And PWH Town jumps on the single gifted member train and takes us to 29. There it is. Keep it going. If you guys are getting a gifted member, you can cash in on it right now. You can take advantage of the members only AMA happening in chat. Only you can type in chat. You can also get into our Discord as well. Just as full and busting. Yeah, it just it won't it won't stop, Eugene, you know. Um Okay. Uh into I already told chat if we missed the goal you were playing VR no (laughs) you can even make egg hatching instant oh wow you can really tweak a lot of settings that's crazy that's crazy we should look up really really fun crazy settings for uh for Friday night. Phone. I don't have anything yet, creature. Unless it's unless it's something it, it, unless it's going to email. Mm. Yeah, I don't have anything just yet. You're hyped for Helldivers 2? I like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it in the video that we're going to go to in about 10 minutes. I, you know, I obviously have concerns about, uh, about Grand Blue. People are like, it's a full, it's a full game. It's a full RPG. You can play it offline. I'm like, yeah, okay. But a lot of people that played it got on Reddit and said that they felt like the content loop felt very much like a live service game. And beyond that, uh, we're also hearing that they have said they'll talk about microtransactions at a later date. Okay, getting real close to the release date. They haven't said anything. They already have planned to drop new characters, uh, two new characters, I believe, in April. And you unlock characters in the game. I believe the game launches with about 19 characters. And you unlock those characters with the currency that you earn in-game. Now, my concern, as the concern that I've always had, is they'll squeeze the currency in a game like that and make it really, really hard for you to earn it, and then they'll be like, but you can buy the currency right here. Um, no. You know, low-level, low-level gacha game, you know, incoming. Now, that doesn't mean that the base game isn't amazing and fun, worth buying and worth playing. It's a complete game at launch. You can play it offline. All of those things are true. But that doesn't mean that the ongoing format doesn't turn into something that people might find unpleasant. So that's that's nuanced. I'm you know I'm not saying that that you know, oh I'm not bashing the game and saying oh don't play it. I'm just saying I would keep an eye on that game because when you are like we'll talk about the microtransactions at a later date. I'm like why why not talk about it now? You know, kill the Justice League's not shy. They're like, yeah, all post-launch content is free, and uh, there'll be a store, cosmetic only. Oh, okay, thanks. That's all I needed to know. 
Grand Blue is more like Monster Hunter. I'm not saying gameplay will be similar. I'm saying when the ongoing mechanism is here are new characters. Okay. How do I unlock characters? You grind a currency in the game. Okay. And you won't tell me what the microtransactions are like. You guys not seeing it? You're not seeing the red flags? Like, it's like, okay, uh, that... I'm not saying it will be bad. I'm saying that that could lead to a bad setup. It could lead to what I call the art of the squeeze. When someone has been playing your game long enough, and then you squeeze. It's like this bottleneck forms, and it's like, man, it's taking forever to get this currency. Oh, no problem. You can buy it right here. Gavin sets up the 20-bomb tempting drop... Plenty of time left. We'll see if any of the big boys are waiting in the wings. 30 out of 50 members. At 50 members, I'll gift another five. We'll bring a bunch of more people into the community. Thank you so much for doing that, Gavin. Sorry, what game? Grand Blue Fantasy Relink is the name of the game. It got high praise in the demo. Some people were concerned that it felt kind of like a live service game. They said... Yeah, a lot of the activities that I'm doing are kind of like live service games where you're like, go and do this, and you come back. Go and do this, and it feels really, really similar to what you just did. Kind of like how live service games bloat out their content with copy-paste activities. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm relaying to you what others have said. So I was like, okay, is this a live service game? And according to the people who've been covering it, they, they have not talked about the microtransactions. They'll talk about that at a later date. And they've already announced two new characters for April. And the mechanism that you use to unlock characters in the game at launch, there's like 19 characters, the mechanism to unlock characters is a currency earned in-game. Make of that what you will. I'm not saying they're going to do it. I'm saying they could. Because a great way to motivate people to spend money in your game where you're giving them free characters that have to be unlocked is, man, it's taking forever to get currency to unlock these characters. 19 at launch means you're going to be real busy if you want to unlock every character, which is great. That gives you plenty to do. But it also could mean that when the two drop in April, you're like, dude, I just can't. It just takes too long. I want to try out these new characters. These new characters are meta. These new characters are really strong. These new characters are really popular and great. Well, you can buy the currency at that point. I was talking to Drex and I can see them doing what you said because in the fighting game, the DLC characters cost a huge amount of grind to get them. So, we'll see. I, I got pushed back when I did my top 25 games of this year and I included Grand Blue. I was like, it actually looks kind of cool. I could see my wife and I playing that game. I really, really could but I'm concerned, you know? And they're like, it's not a live service game. It's a fully launched JRPG at launch. You can play it offline. I'm like, okay. If I'm wrong, then throw confetti in the air and it's a great game and everybody loves it and there's no complaints, there's no criticisms, there's no problems with the ongoing monetization structure, right? Joker Quinn gifts a member, keeping the member train alive. That's 31 that means the 20 bomb would be Agent of Chaos. Joker Quinn might be setting somebody up. We've got four minutes before we're going to go to this premiere about the top games coming in tw- in February. Just in February, I've got 14 games to tell you about. You might have forgotten about them. Maybe not. But we're going to go in four minutes. 
You got four minutes to drop the bomb or single gift your way all the way to 50. We'll see if you guys can do it. Grand Blue is a very fun game. It got great feedback. It got good response in the demo. What I'm telling you is it's set up in a way where they could 100% they could 100% squeeze the player and be like, here's these awesome new characters and everybody wants them and if you want them, all you gotta do is grind. If grinding takes a little too long, all you gotta do is spend money and that formula works because you have sunk cost in the game. They, they pit your commitment against you. That doesn't work day one. It doesn't. Like day one, people smell that and they walk away like, no, thank you. What they do is they get you in and you, oh, it's so fun, right? So much content. What did they say? Like 100 missions or something? Rissick comes in with the 10 bomb asking for a tag team. Somebody to help him take it all the way to 50. Takes it to 41. You guys have got three minutes. We'll see if anybody jumps in the ring with Rissick as he puts a 10 bomb on chat and gets us to 41 members on the day. Even nine singles would take care of it. Thank you so much, Rissick. While we're waiting to go to the premiere, guys, you got two minutes. Make sure and smash the like button as well. We could easily hit 300 likes on this video. And then we'll head to this premiere about the top games coming in February of 2024. I've got 14 games for you. That's a game every other day, basically. And those are just the games that, like, I'm remotely interested in. Not all of the games. There's so many games. Would anybody recommend Hellpoint? Thanks, chat. I'm not familiar with Hellpoint. Rissick's going to walk it there all by himself. There's a five bomb. And Quintar comes in with a 10 bomb and takes us from 46 to 56. He tag teams with Rissick. I now owe you five for the 50. I got to do that before we get out of here. You guys did it. Absolutely insane. If you want to keep the member train going, you certainly can do that. We're going to head to this premiere. We'll all be hanging out in the chat while we're watching the premiere. Make sure Charles Freeman does a 10 bomb and takes us to 66 members on the day. One more 10 bomb. It'll be 76 and I'll owe you 10. I'll owe you five more. Absolutely coming in off the top ropes. Quintar and Charles Freeman. What a way to end the day. And Darius Ward with a $10 super chat tip to light us up as we leave here. I'm going to put a link in the chat, okay? The link will take you to the premiere. I am also going to redirect you to the premiere. If that doesn't work, it will be the featured video on my channel, all right? We need 10 more for 76. If you guys want to take this train over to the premiere, feel free. You can drop a 10 bomb over there couple of five bombs i'll pay up i already did five more from lone wolf takes us a 71 we've got to get out of here it's noon i gotta take you to the premiere i've got to if you guys do this at the buzzer i'll do my best to honor it i'll honor it in the premiere i will see you guys over there all right click the link in chat that's where we're going i will see you over there the top 14 games coming in february of this year let's get over there and a 10 bomb from rizik we did it see ya